0: Epic has recently announced that it'll have a new character coming to its cast. Jared Fogle from Subway Fame will now be joining and playable within the next two weeks. Another fake news, this is Nuclear Grenade Podcast. Welcome to Nuclear Grenade Podcast. I'm your host. Justin Land, with me is Hey
1: Ho, aka Havoc. How are you doing, Mr. Alex? <laughs> I'm doing well, other than having the vid. My uh, mm. my wife's a nurse, and she uh, works with gross sick people all day, and so she brought that home uh, to me, and now uh, we both have it. I'm on day four of it, and uh, it's not that bad, really. Anyway, um, I'm doing well, other than that. How are you doing, old friend? Nice. Yeah.
0: I'm not getting COVID It's
1: been lucky so far So um, But yeah
0: Otherwise I've just been working and playing video games Like usual
1: um, yeah. well, Did you there's... play anything while you're sick? No I. Uh, well I played more Fallout Shelter uh, But we talked about that last week So we don't have to go yeah. over that again um, I'm but sick I've been just laying on the couch uh, Watching uh, Pantera Live videos <laughs> on YouTube And stuff like that Yeah, I don't know what it is, but something about Pantera, just, it's like meditation for me. Makes me feel happy. Um, But the free epic game uh, this week is called Yoku's Island Express. And this is, uh, it's like a pinball game slash platformer. And there's a story behind it. You're sailing to this island. Uh, You're this little stone beetle. And you're going to start a new life as a postman. On this island Uh, and so you get to the island and there's uh, the old postmaster guy there and he kind of gives you a heads up and uh, it's a cute little game you know it's uh, I think it takes about between five to ten hours to beat it uh, if you're just playing through uh, the main story without the wide margin five (laughs) to ten hours yeah Uh,
0: you know anywhere between 1 and 99 hours I'd say (laughs) How is it? I'd I'd probably give it, uh, you know, between 1 and 10 stars uh, somewhere
1: in there, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) it's got overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. It's got 96% of uh, Google users uh, like it. Um, It's just made by a small indie company, um, and the reception's just been really good. It's usually $20 on Steam. Um, Ooh. which for a seven hour game, I don't know that I think that might be a little bit overpriced. But, uh, some of the yeah. biggest pros about this game, uh, for me, I would say the graphics and the art style. I really like the art style in this game, it's very pretty, very uh, whimsical. Um, mm, whimsical, huh? <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, I think that's the best word you could use to describe the art style in this game. It's filled with whimsy, whimsy, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, You got any questions about this one, Justin? Uh, No, I mean, pinball platformer. That's weird. Yeah. I kind of like it. And one of the main things is like you're this stone beetle that's attached to a pinball. And you work your way around. Oh, like one of those poop beetles. You (laughs) gather up the balls of poop. Oh, dung beetle, dude.
0: Dung beetles, yeah.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, no shit (laughs) beetles. Shit beetles. It's not quite like that. It looks like an ant more than anything, really. But mm. you're like you're tied to this pinball, and you come up to these arenas where it's like an actual pinball machine. It's like mm. an arcade pinball, like little cool. arena area. And, I love pinball. Yeah, and uh, you can't jump. You know, you got to use the bumpers to jump or go down or left or right. Um, and you collect fruit, and that's kind of the currency in the game. And you can use that to upgrade in different ways. Like you can uh, mm. you can buy these, um, what do you call them? Like barrels that can kind of shoot you across levels so you can get around uh, the areas faster. You can That's also cool. upgrade the bumpers so you can reach areas that you previously could not reach before. It's huh. um, actually pretty uh, cool. Yeah, well, I'm, there's a reason so many people have given so, such good reviews. You know, um, it's not really my style of game, you know, but I can still appreciate it. I still think it's a a good game. It's just not. Well,
0: I go against the flow. So if there's that many people that like it, I'm going to play it
1: and downvote it. (laughs) You're a nonconformist. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, um, so that's really that's all I got. Um, if you want to pick that one up, you need to pick up before September 9th by uh, next ASAP. Thursday. ASAP, ASAP. Get it, girls. Yeah. So what do you got?
0: Um. So I've been playing a lot more Football Manager again. Uh, won't say too much, but you know I did take my little North Irish team. We made promotion. Then we made third place the next year. Then I got first place in the Donks Premiership League. Then I got hired to a Skybet 2 league. And that season has started off fairly good. We're aiming for a middle-of-the-table run. And then from there, next season, we're going to launch for a playoff spot. You know, So I'm coming for them. I'm going to the Premier League. Mark my words. <laughs> Can you uh,
1: like play for money in that game? Like real money. Mean? Oh no. I against mean, people?
0: Like kinda yeah, like I fantasy
1: mean, football in a way. I think you can play
0: against No. I'm not sure. I'm not actually sure. I thought you were a pro at that game, bro. I played a lot, but I just play the my games. I think it's just a one player. that would be cool. It's actually interesting to me.
1: And that's uh NFL football manager no,
0: 2000... F- FM. 21 football manager 21 okay it's soccer it's soccer football well i have seen okay actually that's what i'm thinking about it is a single player game but i've seen um i feel like i've seen leagues where people on youtube played i don't know if they're there must be multiplayer look i don't know look it up your goddamn selves (laughs) i just know it's a fun ass game
1: (laughs) i ask all the hard questions i'm a heavy hitting journalist yeah you are I knew there was no way you'd have an answer to that question. <laughs> <laughs> no
0: good answer at least. Half the time I don't even notice if there's multiplayer or not because I never play it. Um, yeah. But then I played. Uh, I just started playing Psychonauts two. That game is really really fun. It's a platformer, like a three D platformer, a la you know uh, Mario sixty four type uh, games. Um. And the original one was very, very good. Uh, That was like 10, 15 years ago. It was like forever ago it came out. And I had played it a few years ago and had a lot of fun with it. And so basically it's... I don't know. It it, it looks like an old Nickelodeon cartoon. You know, so it's kind of got that humor. It's got like Invader Zim humor. And I think that guy's voice is in it. Um, And so there's just... There's a lot of that kind of feel, and it's awesome because you play like this psychic. um, You're part of this team of psychic team, and you're at this institute of psychonauts, and you're trying to learn. And so you go into like people's heads, and so the levels are all trippy and wild. Like the first level um, is just like teeth, like weird, gross, like teeth and like zipper teeth that you're going through, and because it's planted in people, like take place in people's brains and you try to like help you know either fix them or fix a problem or whatever uh they can just do so much with the world like there's zero rules they have to abide by and so the creativity is just like awesome so far i've only beaten the first boss and kind of the uh i guess it's not not counting the like tutorial teeth kind of mission um i completed probably like the first level area There's a lot of unlocks to collect. Um, Seems like a lot of stuff you can buy to improve your character. There's the big controversial thing, and I don't even actually know if it's that controversial, but at least it's been newsworthy. It's been, apparently there's an infinity um, thing that you can just toss on in the game, which uh, I think we touched on that a little bit before, but I don't have a problem with. I kind of like it, although I've just been playing on normal So far, I I guess, I don't even know if there are difficulty settings, to be honest. Um, And I've lost a couple times, but not very much. It's actually, it's not very hard. Um, Normally when I die is like, because I've gotten to like the end of the level and I haven't gotten enough health back and I'll die and then be able to take on the boss or something. So, but yeah, it's really cool. Definitely recommend anyone checking it out, especially if you've got the game pass.
1: Oh, you're playing that on Xbox Game Pass? Yeah. Nice.
0: Yeah, day one, and it looks really like I mean, yeah, the aesthetics are awesome. The story, it's not, it's not so much that it's like out like hilarious, laugh out loud, funny, but it's super charming and um, very interesting. And yeah, so far I'm digging it. Definitely, probably gonna play this one to the end. And I can't wait to play more of it. So I'll probably talk more about it. Um, next week
1: nice yeah and that just that just came out um yeah a couple days ago yeah august 24th Mm -hmm. yeah overwhelmingly positive reviews uh out of 2000 reviews uh which is really good to see yeah Um, yeah it runs runs really well
0: um i've noticed one little part where it might be a little little slow down right as it's loading to a scene but not during gameplay or anything like that
1: Yeah, and that's on. This is on all the big consoles, you know, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, blah 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 blah. So. We are the Council of Games, <laughs> Council of Consoles. Actually, I'm not seeing that's on the Nintendo Switch on Wikipedia. Probably oh, not. No, wow. It's. It seems like. I mean, it's a pretty good-looking game. Hmm. Yeah. Oh,
0: wait, no, I'll say too. Just touching on some things touching more on the like thing that they can kind of do whatever they want uh there's so many cool different powers that interact with each other but also they'll take things where your level will become like a 2d platformer and you'll be like running and it's like now it's like like 2d and you're far away and you're actually looking at like pictures of like uh you know uh skeletons or something or know so they can just really twist it like that you know one level is like like a cube that you're going around and like trying to unlock so yeah it's it's awesome and uh, oh yeah I'll I'll talk more about it next week but I'm super excited about that one
1: well I'll be looking forward to your review
0: yeah and
1: uh, did you uh, play anything else no I've just been a bum laying on the couch watching tv youtube videos cringe videos now if you're looking for some Whoa. cringe video references i could probably hook you up with some of those this week yeah <laughs> yeah yeah of well, good cringe nowadays on youtube yeah.
0: i i don't watch cringe
1: stuff so. can you not stomach it or is it or you're nah, just not a fan i can't right? handle it
0: no nah. sometimes i like... can't handle it yeah that's why i like american office more than british office Mm. This British office
1: is too cringy. (laughs) Like like your skin crawls. The worst is like on live TV when someone goes to like freestyle or something, like with a news reporter. It's like, no, don't. And then they fuck it up. It's like, I knew you were going to fuck it up. And it's just like, no, I can't watch. Classic corny white guy. Well, the worst one's actually. I'm uh, Dean Smith and I'm here to stay. (laughs) Go get your vaccine today walla walla <laughs> bing bang A walla wah. <laughs> nice yeah that's every white rapper that's ever existed yeah <laughs> hey kids there's always like a moral lesson to it watch me do this kick flip um, we haven't played that
0: much we can just jump uh, right into the news cool So the first one we thought was funny was the uh, uh, Fortnite of course brings a uh, Martin Luther King tribute to the game Um, and apparently it's like a museum I haven't played it yet but it's kind of like a museum type area where you go and you learn about uh, Martin Luther King and some people are complaining you know it's uh, disrespectful and cheap but I don't know I think on the other hand I'd have to say if it gets kids to learn about him, and there's nothing that's like disrespectful in there yeah I guess who really cares? It is funny they had to disable some emotes because people were, like, dancing in there. (laughs) Oh,
1: yeah. Of course. So, a couple oversights, but... God, people will just bitch about anything, won't they? Well, it's the same thing as, like, in the 90s when they're like,
0: This metal music is turning our kids into... Gay rapist monster zombies, and yeah. you know, before that in the 80s, it was like dungeons and dragons are the children and the gay people with AIDS, you know, yeah, whatever. World the combat, fears were, doom. yeah, and I haven't killed anyone, and I was a Mortal Kombat kid, I mm-hmm. was you too. Know? Like, so according puzzle. to them, I'm supposed to have six bodies, you know, I should, I already caught them six bodies, dude. <laughs> What? <laughs> you gotta caught them bodies. You, know, you caught'? them. Hmm. I don't know what it means. I just say things I don't hear know what it means that say. I don't. It sound
1: cool. Yeah. It does sound cool. When you said it, I was like, that sounds yeah. pretty cool, man.
0: The guy, he definitely has caught bodies. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. But yeah, I think this is really funny. Um, the other one that goes with this is, while they're adding... Martin Luther King, uh, which I, I don't know. Again, I'm, I'm all for it, but I can see how it can be tone-deaf. They're also adding Will Smith to the game, and it's not like a Will Smith character. It's just like Will Smith, the guy, is now playable in Fortnite. So It's just what we all wanted. The game is now... I, I've only played it like twice. I'm actually going to go play it now. This game has clearly jumped the shark and become the greatest game of all time.
1: Dude, where else Will can Smith you go? is in it. Huh? Will Smith is in it now. Yeah, I mean, where else can you go? Live out your
0: fantasies of being Will Smith while shooting other people in, like, a deathmatch. And learn about Martin Luther King, you know? All yeah. A couple button clicks away.
1: So, I'm more excited about playing know. as Fogel. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, the Jared Fogel character is going to be big. Yeah, that's what I'm really looking forward to. Fortnite, that's probably the best move they've made in a while. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Jared Fogel in there. star
0: power like Fogel?
1: I mean, yeah. everyone knows Subway. Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone loves to eat at Subway. <laughs> oh. Okay, along along the, this line of news... Oh, did you have anything more? Yeah.
1: Uh, no, no, but it's just like, God, they just got so much money now. It's like, what do we do with all this money? Oh, how about we get Will Smith and Fortnite? It's like, it's like you've run out of good ideas. So it's like, what can you just do with your money now is what kind of turned into.
0: Okay. uh, Similar news. They added, um, they added Judge Dredd to Call of Duty. Uh, so, I mean, all of these games are now doing this, which... It's kind of cool, but what I thought was weird about the Call of Duty one is how is how it's. I thought the game was supposed to be about realism, you know. I thought that's what people were into about Call of Duty. So it's interesting to be throwing in characters like Rambo, John McClane, and now Judge Dredd, who might be even the most goofy so far.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's uh, one of those balance things where it's like you are allowed a little bit to add things that are just fun. To a game, like even if it is mm-hmm. a game that's supposed to be serious, like sometimes it's nice to have a little, you know, something in there that's a little crazy. So I don't know. Yeah. I think that's fine. Judge Dread is cool. <laughs>
0: like, yeah, Judge Dread's awesome. Yeah, and I guess they already have some goofy stuff in there. Like I know you can have goofy-looking Big Berthas and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, just like how weird though. Like Judge Dread has not been a popular character. Basically ever, but even then, the most recent movie hasn't been since Dread, which is like what, 2016 or something?
1: Yeah. And I remember when I watched that movie, I had no idea who Judge Dread was, and I I actually enjoyed that movie. I don't know if it still holds up now or not, or if I'd enjoy it now, but Dread. The new one or the old one? The newer one. Oh, Dread,
0: yeah, it holds up. It holds up.
1: Okay. Um, I'm going to have to watch that again with uh, Brooke. Yeah. It's just non-stop... Screw this, like, drama
0: bullshit, dude. I'm fucking Judge Dredd. I'm here to murder my way to the top of this fucking tower. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy metal. So this one's important to me. Uh, Paradox Interactive CEO stepping down amid strategy changes. Uh, well, anyways, uh, she's been there for, since 2018. So she was like kind of in charge when they released Crusader Kings three, um, most all the most recent DLCs they've had it added. Um, part of the announcement for Victoria three. Uh, so this is interesting, especially what what caught my eye is that they say amid strategy changes, but what does that mean? Are is it financial strategy? Because they're already kind of known as having one of the worst DLC policies um, because they release. I mean, I guess they give a decent amount of it away for free uh, with each DLC that comes out. You get some patch that's part of it. However, they do nickel and dime you quite a bit, uh, which, I mean, it gives you a way to a la carte what you actually want and what you'll actually use. But it is like isn't annoying for people that want the whole experience to look at like a $300 price tag for everything. Um, so I wonder if it was has to do with that. Maybe they're getting worse. I don't want to speculate too much. But so, it's certainly interesting.
1: so she's leaving the organization, she's stepping down. The CEO is, yeah,
0: so yeah, and she's just gonna stay on for a little while to help whoever the new CEO is, yeah, Ebba, yeah, that's her name, Ebba, uh, Lundered or Genderid, probably but yeah, so who knows what that's about. I don't know, it doesn't seem like it seems like Chris, like they've been doing pretty good the last couple of years. Um, I think that's an interesting change. You know, you don't see anything big coming up, and you know it has to be something semi-serious if you're willing to step down and resign from your job for. It, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's weird too because Parade- Paradox Interactive is like one of the best developers around right now. Like. Yeah, their games are good. This isn't really news, but
0: it is something I thought was interesting. I look, and it's like within two days apart, I see one game called uh, Cursed to Golf, which is a golfing roguelike set in Purgatory, Uh, kind of like a 2D golfing game. And then I see right next to it, Golf Club Wasteland turns a ruined earth into a golf course for the ultra-rich. It's from PC Gamer. Uh, So another golf game where the world has been destroyed and now you're in Mars. I just thought, hey, this one's a little more 3D, but I thought it was so interesting that we're getting these weird story-like golf games
1: all of a sudden. Like, this is the new thing. Dude, there's a high demand for post-apocalyptic golf games. Dude, apparently... You didn't know and that? What if
0: we did an exploration about purgatory and weighing one's sins throughout life? And it's with golf!
1: Makes sense yeah. to me.
0: You know, uh, golf is really hot right now. Apparently. Yeah. That's what the kids are into. It's yeah, golf. Uh, this one is kind of a big one. We, t- I, we mentioned this a couple months ago, maybe. Uh, maybe just a month, but a while ago. So China, that... Uh, Regulation that goes through that uh, people under 18 can only play three hours of video games a week, and from the uh, days Friday, Saturday, Sunday, from 8 8 to 9 p.m. That is the only time they're allowed to play video games throughout the week. And they're making gaming companies and stuff add software that can do facial recognition and use real names instead of gamer tags, so that they can track
1: everyone and not allow it. Which is just wild. It's stories like this that make me so happy. I was born in America.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy, especially with like facial recognition technology in your home. It's like you cannot play a video game, yeah. Buster. You're
1: like fuck. Yeah, no no privacy at all.
0: Yeah. What I thought was interesting was like they have something like 40 million more men than they do women in China. And it's like you think like a teenage boy, but there's like not enough girls for him to try to get a girlfriend. And he doesn't even have video games to help cope with that. Yeah, they're going to like tear each other apart.
1: These
0: horny boys, these horny boys out in the streets are going to be up to no good.
1: Yeah, there's going (laughs) to be some crime, crime, crime going on over there. Riots and shit. Just a bunch of really super like lonely, pissed off young men. No women in sight. Turn
0: it all down.
1: Yeah, yeah. they probably don't even have porn no, over God. there in China. Yeah,
0: I mean, who knows? Maybe they got that uh, blurry stuff.
1: Blur porn?
0: Yeah. Mm. Like, Watch my penis become 8-bit. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, though, uh, just last story of the day. We're going to make it a short one this week because we're having technical difficulties again. Uh, however... Uh, this was a uh, this was a cool story. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty uh or blah. CD Projekt Red is hiring um, a few modders that were modding Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, um, and they're going to put them on various projects with the company, and that's pretty awesome. Like you see these people give like a lot of hard work into the modding community, and a lot of times they get nothing back for it. Or you look at things like uh, Knights of the Old Republic two. And, like, the only way to play that game is with the mod. Like, the people that made the mod fix the game um, and took all the cut stuff and made it as good as they could. You know, or uh, Dark Souls was infamous. Uh, I believe 1 and 2. You had to download a mod to make the game actually worth like worth playing. And so these guys always do so much. Uh, and a lot of times they're so much better. Like, when you look at Nice Deal Republic, it's like, how do you have these teams put this out? But then, like, a modder fixes it within, you know, I think it was like two days something, I remember it was like a big story, but you fix it so fast. So hiring these guys and trying to use like some of their creativity in different ways, and like, especially if they're not already within the industry, that
1: outside uh, fresh perspective. What do you think? You're, you're the programmer. <laughs> well, modders, I mean, they make whole games. I mean, look, that's what Counter-Strike was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A modder Dota. took Half-Life, Dota. Dota, yeah, yeah. And if you look at a game like Ark Survival Evolved, I don't think it would be in the top ten of them the Steam charts for the past decade had it not been for all the modders keeping the game fresh and alive. I mean, there's if I play Ark, there's some there's some mods that I will not play the game without, uh, yeah. like Structures Plus, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, Big penis. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, so modders are super important and it's nice to see uh, that it's like a merit based system because getting into the video game industry I don't think is all that easy so to help uh, maybe get into the video game industry you could start with modding and making really good mods Um, and obviously it's worked for these guys if it was intentional or not they still got hired uh, from you, doing it, you hear so. about
0: it once in a while, uh, but it, it, you you know at the very least, if you can't get the if they're not good at anything, you know on your various projects, you're not getting as much out of it as you might think. It's still a useful insight as you build modding features for a community to get you know the top, top modders insight into how to build the tools for a modder to use. Yeah. You know that's super valuable.
1: Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really awesome. A lot of devs don't release uh, toolkits uh, for people to use for modding, Um, Mm -hmm. you know. So it's always high props to the devs that do allow people to use their toolkits Uh, because uh, a lot of times gamers have way better insight into what's good and what's bad about a game. You know, have you ever worked on a project so closely and for so long that you you just start to kind of not notice certain things that would be beneficial yeah, yeah
0: tunnel vision
1: tunnel vision exactly you know you and can't, you can't I guess, just
0: trust gamers right out though because a lot of times they don't know what they want because they'll be like i want it to be exactly the same as this and then it's like you do that and the game's clunky and shitty so no one wants to play it and they're like oh actually i didn't want i wanted updates on the the action part or whatever. Well that
1: would definitely separate the good one of the things that would separate the good modders from the bad modders but you know the inspiration for modding is you're playing a video game it's like well I think that this game should be changed in this way I think this game would be so much better if these changes happened so Mm. a modder can actually do that they can go into the toolkit uh, create uh, assets and then put it into the game and now they've just changed the game and morphed it into the way they wanted it to be, you know. And if it's well, good enough, people I mean,
0: notice, I, yeah. I mean, I think you're exactly right. You hit the nail on the head with the hammer there. With the uh, they could play the game and they could figure out, oh, what do I want to do? Because one time there was a young lad and he sat down and he played Skyrim and he was blown away and he's walking through the forest and he sees the bears and. He sees horses running, and he sees drag, and he's struck, and he thought, this game needs Randy Savage, oh yeah, blaring constantly. What if this game were filled with Thomas the Train engines swooping down like glorious beasts in the sky with his creepy face coming at me dead and lifeless? <laughs> you know, that I'm not saying all mods. <laughs> this is what... Game. This is how Legacies are born.
1: Yep, Doing God's work
0: All right. <laughs> Anything to add uh, Or say uh, to, uh, Here at the end there yeah. uh,
1: I apologize for the technical difficulties Furthermore I apologize Leading it to a shorter episode than usual um, In the not too distant future My wife and I will be in our new house And we're going to have super crazy awesome internet And there will be no more issues <laughs> Or a lot less issues so, um, thanks for bearing with us. Uh, like, subscribe, do all that YouTube shit. Thanks for watching.